The following podcast is a Dear Media production. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! Fashion is very... Elitist. Yeah, elitist. It's harder to buy into, literally. It's more expensive. It was not as inclusive in, in terms of size. Beauty is far more accessible. If you have $30, you can buy the nicest lipstick in Nordstrom. And you can feel like you belong in that world. Hello, we are back with the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show. You only have me today. No, Michael. He's out of office. I kicked him out of office because I wanted to interview the Fat Mascara Girls, Jessica Matlin and Jennifer Goldstein, by myself. I did not want him infringing on this episode. They are the two women behind the incredible award-winning beauty podcast, okay? It's one of the biggest beauty podcasts that there is. They've interviewed everyone, you guys. Like seriously, Kim Kardashian, every single like top person in the beauty industry. And they really, really give you the juice, okay? What's really fun is we did a swap. So you can go to their podcast and you can listen to me on their podcast. We talk all about inflammation, bloat, and facial puffiness, of course. We really, really get into it. And like I said, definitely check out their Rolodex because there's some major people. We also talk about my book, which comes out June 15th. It is called Get the Fuck Out of the Sun. It's routines, products, tips, and insider secrets from 100 plus of the world's best skincare gurus. And you get to have happy hour with me. I mean, I share every single fucking secret you can think of in this book. It's pink. It's thick. It's matte. You'll want it on your coffee table. You also can read it front to back, but additionally, you can open it to any page and find a secret, like from an insider guru. We have everyone from Kristen Cavallari, Patrick Starr, the Summer Friday co-founders, Shay Marie, Chriselle Lim, Jillian Michaels, Dom Roberts, Stassi Schroeder, Omni Song, The Lady Gang, Amelia Gray, Bobby Brown, Dr. Dennis Gross, Dr. Jason Diamond, Sonia Dakar, Georgia Louise, Dr. Barbara Sturm, to name a few, okay? And I went to them to get unsponsored realness. It is basically this go-to resource for preventative skincare, and it comes with the signature pink cheek skinny confidential spin. Um, Michael also did a chapter. The chapter is about how to manipulate your man into skincare. So it really has you covered. And this isn't just a book for your face, okay? It's also head to toe. So we talk about taking care of your tongue, taking care of your heels, taking care of your knees, your elbows, your hands, everything. Okay. So it's a full skincare resource. I am so excited for you guys to get it. You can get it on Amazon, Target, Barnes and Noble. It's also available at all small bookstores, support small bookstores, whatever you want. It's such a fun gift to give someone to, and you can pre-order it now. So it would really make me happy if you guys could go check it out. It's a number one bestseller right now, and I think you're going to love it. On that note, let's meet the Fat Mascara Girls. Hosts and friends, Jessica and Jennifer bring you the big, juicy world of beauty on their award-winning weekly podcast. They met when they had day jobs as beauty editors, and they have interviewed everyone from Olivia Wilde, Miranda Kerr, Jacqueline Hill, Emily Weiss, Kat Von D, Christian Louboutin, Patrick Starr, Bobby Brown, the list goes on. 
And they are very, very obsessed with getting the details when it comes to beauty. And Jessica is currently the beauty director at Harper's Bazaar. And Jen has worked as the editor at Cosmo Girl, Health, and Marie Claire. As you can see, they know their shit when it comes to beauty. We get into it. I get details on all the products that you want to know about. With that, let's welcome Jessica and Jen to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Let's give the audience some context on both of your stories. I would love to go back to your childhood before all of this, like way, way back. Have you both always been interested in beauty? And if so, how did that happen in childhood? Who goes first? <laughs> Who usually does? Just go ahead because I know you like came out of the womb. Yeah. With lipstick on. Yeah. If you came out of the womb with <laughs> lipstick on, let's hear about it. What I loved about beauty was that it was a way, and I don't think that I'm like telling anyone some kind of like something that's that revelatory, but I think beauty is a way to ex- access a world that is like a more luxurious, interesting world than like the one that you're in. Now, my problem with the beauty industry is it's very unaspirational. Like, I just say my problem but what I think is less exciting to me is it's less aspirational than the one I grew up in. When I was younger, it was like all about like dreaming. And I feel like now beauty is a little bit more down to earth, which is wonderful in many ways. But when I was younger, I think it was much more about fantasy. And like you look at the ads, it was about being larger than life and outsize and like dreams. And if you look at the perfume ads, like Jen and I laugh at about it all the time, but they were like crazy. And it was for me, somebody who lived in the suburbs of New Jersey and was like pudgy and not always feeling super cool, which is like, I think a lot of people that's like, well, that's where I want to be. Fashion is very elitist. elitist. It's harder to buy into literally. It's more expensive. It was not as inclusive in, in terms of size Beauty is far more accessible. If you have $30, you can buy the nicest lipstick in Nordstrom and you can feel like you belong in that world. So I hope that kind of answers your question in um, a way that's not as specific as I'm willing to go. That's perfect. (laughs) I think you're right. It used to be very, very glamorous. I think with social media, it's definitely changed. Yeah. I don't know why. And and I I can't relate to it in a lot of ways. But I, I wanted to dream as hard, as big, as crazy. It was sort of like a club kid time and a super glamorous 90s time. And I, I don't know why people don't want to go there anymore, but I, I I do. So anyway, I've been talking. Let's talk to my co-host, Jen. My mother always says about me, I started talking, I think when I was like nine or 10 months, like I was still in a crib, not even walking. My mom said the minute I started talking, I never shut up. Like I, ah. I was just narrating everything she would go in the closet and just close the door to get a break from me for a while. And I think it's starting this beauty podcast with Jess, you know, we were both beauty editors at magazines when we started this. And the reason was because we wanted to go deeper than like a little tidbit on the page that you could put out. It was like 200 words and all the fun stuff happens behind the scenes. We were interviewing each other on the taxi cab on the way home from like the beauty event. And that's what we wanted to talk about. And I think doing this podcast actually made me shut up a little bit. True, we talk, but like we've really learned to listen. It's amazing how when we listen back to some of the early interviews we did five years ago, I'm just like, shut up, Jen. 
stop saying yes. Stop like, like interrupting the guests. So I was always a talker, but I think, yeah, now that we're doing this, I've learned to listen a little bit more. That's interesting. That's evolution to be able to look back and see where you started. I don't ever want to listen to my first episode. I don't even, uh, that's scary. Oh, horrible. That's very scary. Horrible. How did you guys meet each other? Well, Jess usually tells the story, but I'm going to tell it this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So, So I don't know if your listeners know this, but like a big part of being like a beauty journalist when you're at a glossy magazine at the time, Jess was at Cosmopolitan and I was at Mary Claire. I think it was 2015-ish. We were doing these press trips. and they It was 2013. Nice... You always <laughs> I feel like, I like an old married up. couple. I'm like, it was 2013, Morgan. <laughs> okay, back in 2013. And we get invited on these press trips in return for you will be writing an article about whatever you see. Like, they don't tell you what to write, but they're like, we'll take you and let's see if, you know, we get good press out of it. So Jurgens took three people to Ghana to learn about shea butter. And they assumed that Jess and I were good friends. They were like, oh, you two know each other. Because it was a big trip to go on all the way to Ghana, just with big people you barely knew. We had no idea who the other one was. But the publicist that we were working with was like, you two are going to love each other. And we were like, sure, whatever. Let's just go to Ghana and see what happens. It was such a formative trip because, yes, of course, we fell in love, but we also like got to go get up early and go out with these women. They were part of the Shea Collective in the northern area of Ghana to collect Shea nuts that had fallen, learn how Shea butter was processed. It was like an amazing trip, and we both wrote separate articles about it. And what came out of that is this like budding friendship that eventually turned into the podcast. What were the uh, were the articles similar or different? Oh, I didn't read Jen's. Ah! You didn't? <laughs> okay. I read yours. Yours had like a very Cosmo feel to it. It was like a love letter to Shea Butter, if I remember. No, that was my a love letter to the Rose when I went to Paris. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. You guys have to pull those just... out of the vintage scrapbook and put them on Instagram so everyone can see. I don't even know where I would get them. Oh, my God. No, the Shea was like something about like this Shea, like the sexiest ingredient like on the <laughs> planet Earth. So Cosmo. <laughs> this was like peak Cosmo. Boy, oh boy, do I have the perfect gift to give the men in your life. I mean, you could even gift your dad this, your boyfriend this your friend, Taylor, your producer, Manscaped. It has you covered. It's Father's Day. It's coming up. I have the opportunity to give you the best gift of all, the brand new Lawnmower 4.0 body trimmer and ultra smooth package. Okay. This is what everyone needs. Even if you have to like hide it underneath their sink, just so they can get the hint that we need to get things done quickly, safely, and hygienically down there. So a lot of men don't know what's best for them. I've found this with Michael and I found I have to sort of manipulate him into what is right for him. And this is what is right for him, which is why I got it for him. I did a whole blog post on it. It's like goodbye to Harry, hello to clean. Things are going to be nice and manscaped. I got one for Taylor, our producer. He needed it so bad. He had razor burn everywhere. Now he doesn't. Thanks to the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. I'm even gifting my dad one. I don't care. I feel like every guy in the world needs this. So this is available in the USA and Canada. It's the optimized lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. It's waterproof so your man can groom himself in the shower. That's so efficient. Let him brush his teeth, 
groom down there, groom is meat, groom is balls, whatever. If you want to get the complete package, there's the Manscaped Ultra Smooth Package, which consists of a razor and it's a set for men to get trimmed from front to back. We just brought this to Cabo and in it is a crop exfoliator. So this is infused with ingredients that can soothe and clear the skin. This is what Taylor needed so bad. So like around your groin and ball, you want to feel refreshed apparently. And this is like the way to go. Then they have a crop gel. So you can get this unique clear shaving gel for your balls, for your groin. It comes with four essential oils. It's like a spa treatment. How nice. And then it's time to shave. And that's the crop shaver. And that's designed to shave the groin area with confidence. Men need to get hairs out of those hard to reach places too. Um, Like I said, Father's Day is around the corner and these are vegan, cruelty-free, sulfate-free products. So his manhood is in good hands. It's time to get up close and personal with the tools best for the job. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code skinny at manscaped.com. That's 20 20% off plus free shipping with code skinny at manscaped.com. It's dad bod season. Time to get smooth. And Taylor, make sure you're using this. I would love to know how you guys had the foresight to be so on the pulse when it came to podcasting. Obviously, everyone is jumping into this industry right now. You see podcasts popping up all the time but you guys knew that this was going to be something or maybe you didn't know. And as you grew, you started to see, holy shit, we're onto something. Yeah. <laughs> Credit to um, Jess on that. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to start a podcast uh, a long time ago. I was really into podcasts. I was obsessed with Mark Marin's podcast and I was obsessed with Brett Easton Ellis's first podcast. And I was like, okay, you have Mark talking to comedians, you have Brett talking to artists and authors. Why isn't there someone talking to beauty people? And then there was like, you know, a couple floating around, but they had like two episodes, three episodes, and then like kaput. So I was like, you know, I got to do something. This is crazy. And I talked to a producer who I knew through a friend and I was just like, I was like, tripping over myself. I was like, and then we'll talk, uh, talk to, you know, artists and, and, and by Terry, Terry Dugansberg. And it, I just was just so like, I was spitting over myself and she was like, podcasts work absolutely best as a duo. You know, you need that rapport, you need that banter, that conversation. And I had a conversation with Jen and, you know, one thing led to another. And really, I think within a matter of weeks, Jen and I recorded our first episode and really the rest is history. How long have you guys been recording for so the audience can really understand? That was, we recorded test episodes in 2015. Wow. The summer of 2015. Because I remember, Jen, remember we went, recorded one, and then we went out for a drink after with our first test guest, Miss Pop. Oh, and yeah, the manicures, it was, yeah. And it, yeah, and it was like, I remember it was like the first nice day of summer. What do you guys of yeah, 2015. think is the is the secret sauce? Is, is, is it discipline, consistency? I mean, all the things, is it the branding? What do you think has made you guys stand out in the beauty space, especially with podcasting? And more than that, you guys, I mean, you guys stand out in the podcast space. When I think of a beauty podcast, I think of you guys as podcasts. What, what's the secret sauce for that? I think it's chemistry is one because I've listened to some other ones and I, I'm not saying I'm too I'm too close to it to be like it's us because like I'm, it's me so it's like awkward so I'm, I don't want to listen to me talk for more than a second but like it's I've heard that people like you know you have to like the duo just like how I like some people more than others like you have to like the duo so it's it's subjective but I think like Jen and I get along and we have stuff to talk about we could talk about like gum on my shoe for an hour 
but that I think it's the consistency. But I also think that Jen and I, like we do, we research our show. We, we, we research everything. It's not just imagining and like BSing. Yeah. We bring like magazine journalism level research. Like I'm fact checking stuff. The experts are reaching out to are the same ones that you'll see in like big fancy books and magazines. I think that's part of it. Also with the chemistry thing, can I say that we're very different people, even though we have the beauty sphere in common, I think that a lot of our listeners say like, I'm a Jess or I'm a Jen. Like you're getting two, (laughs) you're not getting double the dose of one person. So if you don't like me, maybe you'll like Jess. That's a big part of the chemistry. And and vice versa. (laughs) I think what's so great too is that you guys do come from a place where everything was so researched as editors. So you know how important that is to bring to the table with podcasting. And I think it seems like mm-hmm. um, from every episode I've listened to that you you leave the audience with a lot of valuable takeaways. Uh, we call that oh, service in our world. Service. Yeah. I like that service. <laughs> Since you guys are so researched, I have a, not like a rapid fire, but I have like a bunch of little questions about certain products. Our, okay. our audience is very specific too, very micro, very detailed. So the reason I kicked Michael off this episode is because I want to know about serums, moisturizers, the best brows, everything. <laughs> I can, re- I have relief now. I'm like, okay, can we stop talking about us? Yeah, well, talk I about mean, beauty. I just, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> One day you have to do a podcast that's like my childhood and nothing about beauty. <gasps> We'd listen. Horrible. I know, I know. <laughs> Everyone wants the like, juice. Okay, so what is on the market right now, summer's around the corner, the best self-tanner and why? I knew she was going to say self-tanner. Yeah, I need a tan. I don't self-tan. You know, you know who always looks good? So she was the beauty director of Lucky Forever and now she's at the Goop. Jean Godfrey June is always using like Lancome self-tanner and she looks good. And have is this a tanner you've tried and tested and you like that you would recommend? No, no I don't. I don't self-tan. Ever. No, it's not for me. I love it. I could tell you, I like the drops when it's, first of all, I think you have to look for one that has DHA and erythralose. Like none of this DHA alone, you're going to be orange. Okay. And the L'Oreal drops, and I I should know the exact name. They're probably down here. They're like sublime bronzing drops. It's yeah. a new one that came out this year. You add them into your own moisturizer. So for a facial self-tan, if you want to like deepen your skin tone, it's customizable, which I think is the key. Because that's the thing, like, some people don't like a lot of glow. Some people like a whole lot of glow. So I would say that. And then Saint-Tropez, like I've never looked crazy when I've done Saint-Tropez. But to Jess's point, I haven't done it a lot recently. I'm enjoying this all like embrace yourself and what you look like. And all right, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of green. That's my tone. <laughs> I, like I am like pink with blue blotches. <laughs> it's a rainbow over here, fat mascara. If after you're done using your tan drops, what moisturizer are you using on top? What is the body moisturizer that is your go-to, something that you've had forever that you just keep going back to? Mine is a scented body oil. I am a body oil person. Mm. I don't mind being lubed up like a little slippery seal. And it's called Riddle Body Oil. Oh, you the like that I, one? I, I love it so much. The reason I love it is it has a very hard to explain skin musk note in it. And they claim it's like your skin, but better, but like it really is. So you could put that on before any perfume or anything and you just smell delicious. Plus the oil itself is super moisturizing. And then for body moisture, I will say the Flamingo did a body line that came out, I think this year, and they have a spray on moisturizer. So if you don't like to be all greasy, it is 
fabulous. And it's like 10 bucks. You, it feels like it's like a $50 product smells delicious. The can lasts forever. Um, so I think that's a really good moisturizer. You know what I like? What? I'm going to give you two. I love it. I like Kiel Creme Decor. Okay. Around, around the holidays, they do a whipped version, which is actually, Jen, we were talking about this the other day, like a souffle kind of mm. formula. I like a souffle kind of formula, but I think you can only get that around the holidays. And I really like, I haven't picked this up in a while, but I'm going to because my skin is like acting up really, really dry, itchy, scary right now. That Vaseline, just like that it comes like in a bottle that look, it has like, it's like a cur- goes curved inwards. It's like a ra- the radiance line. It's not sexy. It's not a sexy product. Is it by Vaseline? Okay? Yeah. Yeah, it's by Vaseline. Okay. It's not Vaseline like petroleum jelly. It's like the radiance. I think, yeah, like intensive care radiance. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But it leaves your body feeling sexy. I just sat down to record in Michael's office and he is hoarding beekeepers naturals. I'm not even kidding. He has the be smart brain fuel shots like tucked under his computer, under his printer. He went downstairs and took them and hid them from me. We have like a whole fight going on. You guys have probably seen them on my Instagram story. They are these incredible shots. You do them in the morning. Well, I like to do them in the morning. I guess you could do them throughout the day, but I feel like they give me so much energy and clarity that I do them in the morning. I even say, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but it's like liquid Adderall. Beekeepers Naturals also has tons of other products. They're on a mission basically to reinvent your medicine and they have clean, effective products that actually work. I'm not even kidding you. They have this whole hive of products that are packed with immune-loving essentials so you can feel your best all day long. They have the propolis spray, which is like this throat spray. I love to use it to support my immunity. You can spray it if you're feeling like under the weather or even if you just have like a little sore throat, especially in this day and age. Like I feel like everyone should have this in their medicine cabinet. And they also have this raw honey. So delicious in a hot tea. All her products are absolutely insane. A lot of them contain royal jelly, which is a neurotransmitter, which is an ultra unique fatty acid that promotes mental clarity and brain focus. They're so confident that you'll love their products that they're offering a hundred percent money back guarantee. So if for any reason you're unhappy with their products, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. And obviously we've worked out an exclusive deal for Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners. You receive 15% off your first order. You're going to go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash skinny or use code skinny at checkout to claim this deal. That's B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S.com slash skinny. I recommend trying the propolis spray. And like I said, the shots, they're the B smart brain fuel shots. And be sure to check out their other clean remedies that you and your family will love. Meet your new medicine cabinet with Beekeepers Naturals. You can also find Beekeepers Naturals nationwide in over a thousand stores like Whole Foods and Sprouts. Enjoy. You both are so good at highs and lows. What is a drugstore product you cannot live without? Everyone needs to run to Rite Aid to buy it. And why? Does Waleda count as drugstore? No, no, no. Bougie, bougie. bougie. It's a little bouge. Bougie, bougie. I'm talking about like lip smackers. I think all I have to say, like if I were limited to like if somebody's like Jessica Matlin, you can only buy a drugstore like makeup for the rest of your life. I think like just across the board, L'Oreal Paris makeup is beautiful. It's I think their formulas are beautiful. 
think voluminous mascara is amazing. I think like makeup artists love it for a reason. We have had so many people on our podcast recommend L'Oreal voluminous mascara. I think it's come up maybe a hundred times. What about Great mm-hmm. Lash? Are you Great Lash fans? No. No. Why? Pink and green tube smudges on me. I'm sorry. Love you, Maybelline. Just, yeah, I love Maybelline, but it's it it my my lashes need something more powerful. Okay. But I'll I'll I will be nice to Maybelline because I'm I'm gonna shout out. I actually have right here their super stay matte ink. I am not a fan of a liquid lipstick. Oh, I yeah, feel I like, like I forget which of our guests said that it was like cat butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put like yeah, a yeah, nude yeah. matte liquid lipstick on, yeah. your lips look like a cat butt. And the older you get, the more cat butty it looks. So cat butt. I've sort of stayed away from that category until this Maybelline um, Superstay Matte Ink. I think it has the flex of a cream lipstick, but the staying power of one of those liquid, like long lasting lipsticks. And I think it's like $8 a tube. I still don't like the nude colors. I still get a cat butt vibe from those. So this is like a bright, it's not a bright, it's like a deep blue red. It's called exhilaration. Love it. It's like you you thought you were going to look like Andrea Jolie. But you just ended up looking like Farina's butt. <laughs> <laughs> what is a trend that you guys keep seeing on social media that you wish would go away? And what's a trend that you love that you're here for that you want to stay? Can my trend be the way products are presented? Like where they like apply them completely incorrectly? Let's not even get into Gwyneth Paltrow and her sunscreen. But in general, like putting the dropper of serum like on their forehead and it drips down. I'm like, Nobody applies skincare like that. Like if you're doing it for the camera, you're probably not doing it correctly. It's so I would like to get away from Yeah, I want to get away from that. I am never going to do that on my YouTube channel ever because you just said that. What about I'll a trend like, that along their cheek and it's like dripping down if it's the ordinary that red one and it just looks like blood dripping on your face Ew. on TikTok. So I would like people to apply their products correctly. Okay. Wait, what's the question? A trend that you want to keep and a trend that you would love to a trend that you want to keep and a trend that you want to go away. God, I, I feel like you know, like one of those like makeup artists backstage. I'm like, what is what is the trend? Like, <laughs> like well, we, while you're thinking, I can give my trend. Yeah. I like. Yes, please, please. Yeah, I am really feeling the brow, brow like fullness. When everybody mm. like stops over plucking, I still see a little bit of the two contoured type brow, but I really like the fluffy brow. I think, and when it's brushed your hairs, even if you don't have hairs and you microblade it in. So like, don't worry if you actually don't have the brows. Like I feel like that fuller upward and outward facing brow is so flattering on so many people. And so I would love that to stay around and let like not go back to like the nineties, like skinny, skinny brow. I agree so much. My makeup artist the other day had the best tip. She used like a rough paste for hair but put it on her eyebrow brush and brushed my eyebrows up. And they were so erect. I cannot even tell you. It pulled my whole face up like a facelift. Yeah, those brow waxes that have been coming out, they're hard to use, but once you find the right one, it's such a good look. Agreed with you. I want that trend to stay too. I I think I have have one. So it's like kind of like with general, like not specific. So the trend that can stay is, wait, I just like face out is like one that's gone away. I like the fact that we're not seeing a lot of like the crazy, like on Instagram face. Remember like the, all that Instagram face with like the heavy powder, like, you know, that like that, it's like that's gone away. But over, overly makeup, overly contour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that there's like more fre- fresh face. Okay. 
So it's kind of like a little bit of a circuitous answer. I do feel, and tell me if you guys notice this, that in New York, it is all about the fresh face, whereas LA, it's yeah. like such a heavy look. Mm. I noticed that it, it's it's a different it's a different look, and I also noticed even going farther, plastic surgery looks different in New York. It's all about not looking like you got anything done, whereas correct LA is more overfilled. Everything is is like you know huge and pulled and tight and tugged. I think that LA, I'm predicting this, will start to follow New York a little bit more. I I would like that because I I, I don't love that overly done aesthetic i think that would be nice but um i don't know why do you think that they're going to follow new york like what's what's what, what's your reason i just think that the overdone look is is going out i think it's not youthful i don't think it's a youthful look and i think people are going to start to realize it's not about filling your lips every six months and they're going to change i feel a shift happening do you think and there's a celebrity roots. though that's gonna <laughs> like do, is there a celebrity you think though that's gonna kind of drive that though like I feel like there's got to be somebody who's gonna somebody's gonna have to kind of lead that 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 look you know who I think so great and you guys have probably already had him on your podcast is Dr. Jan Janko he wrote that book the, the like the Park Avenue face and I think yes yeah he, I think the plastic surgeons in LA are going to start seeing that it's more about soft I could be wrong I don't know I also see the housewives, the difference between Beverly Hills and New York. It's There's a difference. I can't explain it. It's it's something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see it. You don't have to use words. Yeah. You see it. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think we're going to see a shift. For sure. Yeah, I, I mean. Germs, too, from Miami. And they say that the Miami thing is the lips are still the thing in Miami. Like, you want to look like you got them done. Otherwise, why did you get them done? And I, that just doesn't fly in Can you, you imagine that in, in like Paris? It's, it's so funny how each, it's so different in different parts. Well, yeah. do you think I have to ask you, like I actually had this conversation last night. I did a, a clubhouse chat with Ranella Hirsch, Dr. Ranella Hirsch. And we were talking about plastic surgery and, you know, the different aesthetics that are, and, and, you know, injectables and different aesthetics. And she said, you know, some people don't want to, she works, she practices in Boston. She's like, nobody, you know, people think that in Boston, nobody gets injectables. She's like, absolutely not. That's not the truth. They just would never want to even like breathe a word that they get things done. But she said, to your point, like in LA, there is for some people, again, I'm putting huge, huge, like this is big generalization. Some people when they get work done, they have want people to know because it's like, well, if I got and went through the trouble to get all of this thing, you know, done, they want folks to know, like, hey, look at my new lips or my new breasts or you know, whatever boobs, whatever. So, do you think that in LA, people want to like, hey, if I got these new lips, like, I want to show them off, or do you think that like that that's a whole attitude change, like? discretion yeah maybe like, maybe you're right maybe it is about showing off like it's almost like a current currency you know? yeah the, um yeah i think you're right i think in la it is more about showing off what you got the new boobs the new lips but i will and look how much i can spend if i'm spending fifteen thousand, you know every six months on my face i want to be able to show you look what i can do while in new york or boston it's like just, I look fucking good. You yeah, know? that no, or, that you makes could, sense. or you could be me who's like puts all that shit in her face, tries to look natural, but then tells everybody about all the shit in her face. <laughs> <laughs> 
You are a very niche group, Jen. We, we don't I know, even know I'm not. Where to put I'm you. not. Most people don't share as much as I do. I do think, though, with plastic surgery, you have to be careful because, and I've had my boobs done, so, like, I'll just put that out there. But I do think, like, if you get a certain look with your boobs, what it mm-hmm. ends up doing is it ages you. Because if you look at a Pamela Anderson, she had those bolt-on mm-hmm. boobs. And by the time oh God, she's yeah. 45, you knew she was 45 because of the boobs she had. It's almost like, remember the French tip that everyone did um, back in mm-hmm. the 90s? And then like if, if yeah. someone has that now, they have the square French tip, the the nail. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, of, course, of course. You, you can almost light. be like, oh, they're like 55. <laughs> it's like the, the trend almost makes it backfires and makes you end up looking your age. Does that make sense? Olive and June, saving everyone's life. They have this at-home Manny system, and I am telling you, it is the best. So basically, each at-home Manny comes out to just $2, and you can do it yourself. So our biggest issue, I know, is that we can't possibly do our nails at home. You've, I mean, you've tried, I've tried. They they look like you are painting your nails with white out by a five-year-old. And salon manicures are expensive. Sometimes it's hard to get out of the house right now. They always chip. But the Olive and June Manny system is the way to get a DIY Manny that looks like a salon perfect manicure, okay? And it lasts seven days. I got my box in the mail. I was so into all the tools. It comes all in one box. It's only five steps. And here's the thing. It comes with a poppy. And this is the thing that saved my life. I'm now able to do my own nails at home. It's a patented brush handle that makes it easy to paint with both your hands. I don't know how they did this, but it feels like you're doing it with your your strongest hand. So I'm right-handed. When I do it with my left hand, it feels like I'm doing it with my right. It comes with six polishes. Okay. So $2 a mani, like I said, and the polish is amazing. So a lot of people were asking me if it's a gel. It's so shiny and, and like clear like a gel, but it didn't ship. It lasted a week. So that was so wild. I can't believe I can do my nails at home. If I need to, I'm in a pinch or if I'm on vacation and I want to switch up the color, whatever it is. Sometimes I just don't want to go sit in a salon for that long and drive and all this stuff. So no messy nails, no salon price tag, and you're going to get 20% off your first Manny system with our code SKINNY. Your new nail life is here. You get 20% off your first Manny system when you use promo code SKINNY at oliveandjune.com. We're done with expensive Mannies. This is the new us, okay? Trini yeah. London came on our podcast. Well, Trini Woodall. I forget her last name, Jess. Yeah, Trini awesome. Woodall. Yeah. And Trini she Woodall. said the same thing. She said she, when she looks at someone, she's helping them with fashion and beauty. She can pretty much tell you their age by the trends they've still stuck to because they're sticking to the stuff that looked good when they were at their like peak youthfulness. And you have to attract. Uh, and so like high, beautiful, round breasts at like 28 are it. But if you see a six-year-old woman with that, it's a disconnect. So, um, and she was explaining that she likes to move people into the modern era trends and also ones that are appropriate to their age. Genius. Out of all the guests you've had on your podcast, what are a couple tips that you've picked up from guests that you think just make all the difference? God, you know, it's like when somebody asks you something and you go blank, you know, like you feel While you think, I'll give my answer then. Oh, you, you know, you know it right away. Well, yeah, because I actually knew it, but I made her say it on the show. It was Laura Geller about don't buy mirror. a magnifying mirror. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. There is no reason you need to see into your pore. 
or the mustache hair on the side of your face or whatever it is. No one can see you that well. Like you're not walking around with like the Terminator's eyes on you, like close up, like whatever you can see in a regular mirror is what other people are seeing. So no need to buy a magnifying mirror. There's also one tip from Sir John, the makeup artist that like I want to use because I love this tip and it's very much speaks to my magazine editor, like the person inside who wants to give you the tip no one else has heard. But like, truthfully, I've never done it, which I'll share with you now. He likes to say, put your SPF 15 or 30 on as a base and then put like your SPF 30 or 60 as a highlight down the bridge of your nose along the tops of your cheekbones. And then when you go out in the sun, you sort of get like this somewhat contoured look from wearing sunscreen, but you're protected. I got to try that. I I bought you some time, Jess. Yeah, no. And I I was more listening to what you were saying and thinking. No, you were supposed to be thinking. I I didn't. No, no, no. I I, I was thinking like, and you brought this up the other day. So I feel like I'm kind of cheating. But I did like the thing that Bobby said about like, you have to like you kind of think about Bobby Brown. Three, yeah, yeah. We had her on twice because she was that good. Um, we had her when she was with her brand, Bobby Brown, and then we had her after she left her brand, Bobby Brown. So she's like no longer with her their brand. So she said, like you have like your like there's like three elements, right? Like your hair, your clothes, and what was the other one? Your shoes Makeup. or something. And your hair, your hair, your clothes, and your makeup. And like two of them have to be in check. So, <laughs> Jen, what did she say? No, you've got it. You've got I have it. nothing like in check two- right now. Uh, this is like. No, one in check. None, in none check. are in check. Well, your brows okay, look so, great thank you, right now. Thank you. So like, I would like, say your face is uh, you in check. It's like you don't have to have like everything together, but let's say like, okay, your hair, Bobby, if Bobby hears this, she's going to be like, that's not what I said to us. Okay, so let's like your hair. <laughs> And your makeup and your clothes, like your your. Let's say you're wearing schlumpy dumpy clothes, but your hair looks awesome and your makeup looks awesome. You're fine. Okay. Let's say you're wear your hair is not so hot. Your makeup is just a lip balm mascara, but you're wearing like a sick blazer or like a beautiful blouse. You're fine. It's like this well, is conversely like the too. Of we didn't get into this, but I think, and I think other editorial makeup artists have said if all three are too perfect that's also exactly. not good boo boo yeah because then it's like not fashion I like ag- it doesn't completely look- agree with that that is such a good tip and you don't even know you agree with that until you said that I totally if you're all like pristine and perfect it almost is like try too hard yeah right, at least like, you read exactly. the hairstylist was just saying like she'll do someone's hair for the red carpet but then that flyaway she's like don't think I I did that on purpose She's like, if you see a flyaway on my red carpet hair, like I wanted it there. Like just to give it a little zhuzh or a little something, you know? Yeah. And then there's something else. And I mentioned this a lot. So if anyone is like, you said this like before, like a fine, whatever. But like Orlando Pita said this thing that I just really, it was like, a, it kind of like knocked the wind out of me. I was listening to, we were interviewing him the very beginning of the show was like, it was like a single digit episode. And I was kind of feeling a little like, I don't like Instagram. I think it's stupid. I don't want to have to do this. Do I have to do this for work? It's annoying. Everyone's on it is annoying. And he, I asked him about Instagram and he said, and mind you, this was like 2016. And I was like, what do you think? I was like, what do you think about Instagram? And like, he's like, well, I noticed that for different jobs and stuff. And if anyone doesn't know, Orlando Pita is a big hairstylist. 
he was like one of the biggest hairstylists in the um, 90s and like early 2000s worked with madonna like on many of her like evolutions he still he works with bizarre all the time like he's still huge he's like and some you know i know that when people get hired for gigs they look at their Instagram following like right away. Like, it's not just like, oh, you know, like your book or your, you know, portfolio. He's like, it matters. And he goes like, if you ignore Instagram, it's like ignoring the railroad or like the radio, like throughout history. He's like, it's just like modern. You know, you, like it, all it, the people just, are like, I'm just going to stay with this horse. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. And he was very like unemotional about it. Like I was kind of like, and not like leading question, but I was like, yeah, like, what do you, what do you think about that? Like, you know, I was just like, thought he was going to be like a little like dishy. And he was like, no, it's like, it's, he's like, it's just ignore it at your own, at your own peril. And he like moved on. And I was like, oh shit, like I should really like continue to do Instagram. And I don't like love it. I'm not a huge social media person, but it kind of like changed the way I thought about some of the technologies that I don't love, but I'm like, all right, like, I can't be, like, super pissy about it. I mean, it's hard. When TikTok comes out, it's hard to, like, constantly be evolving. But I just feel like you have to keep disrupting the industry that you're in. Um, yeah. And I th- I'm not a big... I will say I'm, I'm not, like, on TikTok, like, doing anything. Like, I You're know not dancing on TikTok. I, neither I, am I. <laughs> no, like, like, I draw a line. I don't want you to think that I'm, like... I. So I. that's why I get involved in every platform. Like, that's not my point but it was just like a little bit of a, a mind shift for me at that moment that was probably important that I needed speaking of Instagram what is a trend on Instagram or something that we always see on Instagram that's worth the hype worth the hype Insta. it could be makeup it could be skin for instance we see Glossier all the time is there something there we see a lot of these tanning companies which you guys already mentioned but is there something that we see all the time on instagram that you're like that is something that i use all the time probably depends on what you're what you're seeing don't we all see different things yeah that's very true when you said glossier i was like i don't get served their ads i don't get served or maybe the people i follow are like maybe a social media heavy brand that's 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 sort of famous on instagram that you guys see all okay i don't know if this is famous but i just kept getting the ads and i finally bought it and i was like this shit is good it's not quite beauty but it's called it's a type of towel now i just i know you're very into a towel like a luxury towel like big and fluffy hotel a bath sheet not a towel you want a bath sheet well they get wet like i don't want to wash a towel every time i take a shower and I hang it on the back of the door and they just hang there wet. So these onsen, as in like the Japanese hot spring is the name, they are waffle weave cotton, super thin. But I am telling you, they dry like the bejesus. And then you hang it up and like two hours later, your towel is completely dry. But yet they're still warm and soft, like a little bit rougher than a terry cloth. But I kind of like that because it's sort of like a little dry body brush as I'm exiting the shower so i don't know but i they're not cheap and i have not regretted the purchase at all sold onsen yeah okay <laughs> but okay. i also think it's so personalized some i think if anything and yeah. also i'm a contrarian so anything that gets too hyped i'm immediately like let me find out why that's not actually true yeah you know? i if i get served something a lot i'm immediately like suspect this is, yeah this, yeah i don't know you know what you know what brand i really I, I feel like i'm like i'm a little bit of a bobby i feel like i'm like being paid by bobby i'm really not jones road got a lot of hype and i am actually really liking her jones road products i need to try that 
that's Bobby's new brand. Yeah. I need to try. She sounds like she has all the tips. Yeah, didn't didn't you interview her for your book? I interviewed her for my book, but not in person for the podcast. And oh. she seems like she has the tips. She's got good like life tips. I would honestly be interested. Just like your auntie that you just like bring her there, get her a margarita. You'll have a great night. Perfect. Yeah. I I really like would love more life advice from her. Not just makeup advice. You guys, what's your serum, what's your moisturizer, what's your eye cream? Tell us a little bit about your skincare routine. I'm sure you have a couple, but what are your go-tos that you're always reaching to? Well, first I'll yeah. say, I actually, I'm not a big fan of eye cream. Agreed. I think. Overrated. I think, yeah, I just put my serum and my moisturizer close to my eye. And then for the sag, you know, I rely on filler in my temples to give me like a little bit of a lift. And I don't really get the Botox around my crow's feet because I kind of like that outer smiley bits, but I get lots of Botox in my, in my 11s between my brows. So that's my eye cream is actually injectables, (laughs) but then serum. I am the hugest fan. Jess is like sick of me talking about it. Skin Medica TNS. I'm going to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be come back in two minutes. It is with, there's no retinol retinol in it. I am very sensitive skin. So I retinoids can aren't great for me. It has epidermal growth factors. And honestly, if the FDA knew what it was talking about, they would turn the, they would make these a drug because they are so effective, but the marketing claims on this particular serum, they shy away from becoming drug like claims. But I will tell you, cause I'm not the FDA. It's like a freaking drug. What do you mean? You said, you said they're like a drug. Are they like little, what you, is it, is it like epidermal growth factors? Is it like a little pill or what does it look like? Oh, I'm so sorry. It's an ingredient. It's just, they're actually like cytokines and things like that. They're the, the basically in a Petri dish, they grow skin cells and the extra good stuff that isn't the actual cellular, like body matter is what is epidermal growth factors. I like I have an expert on to explain it to you better, but what they do for your skin is basically like a retinoid plus a bunch of other stuff. So there's brightening, redness reducing, line reducing, and this serum, they're expensive though. They're really expensive to make them well. And this serum I think does it. But my thing is I'd rather save and invest the money on something like that than buying all different kinds of products. And you guys probably oh, know. Yeah, I only I only use that in moisture. It's, it's, that's so smart to me because you, as someone who tries products all the time, and, and I feel like you both can relate to this, there starts to become a time where your skin's like no more of this random stuff all the time. Enough. And it just wants like one thing for a while. I've noticed that about my skin. It's it, It's too many products is not the move, I don't think. Not at all. And then you don't, the variables, you're like, well, which one was the one that did the good thing if I'm trying three different things all the time? So I've narrowed in on that as my, pretty much my go-to serum. And then I'll play around with moisturizers. Right now I'm using this Strivectin Skin Barrier Moisturizer, but- um, That's a goodie. Yeah, that's a goodie, but I'm not uh, I'm not married to it. I'm willing to try. Jess, do you have any Jess? favorites? So I'm popping around a lot right now. I've like for like the first for like the last month I've been like preparing Jen's gonna like hang herself when she hears me talk about this move one more time I was preparing for the move and now I've moved and all my stuff is packed so for the past like like week and a half I've just I've just been using La Mer um <laughs> this whole thing the cool gel cream my skin's actually been really irritated for the past month Jen we can talk about that offline but like I've been really irritated, like all itchy all over my body. It's been pretty nice, but I've not been using serum. 
I've not been using anything but like eye cream and then this cool gel cream. So I'm using an Estee Lauder. The the the, the what's the fanciest one? The gold the gold series. What is it called? Uh, Revita. You know what I'm talking. I know about. what the you're talking about. Fancy, the fanciest, yeah. fanciest gold one. cap. Not Renutriv. Yes, Renutriv. Renutriv okay. eye cream. Very nice. And La Mer gel cream, cool gel cream. And I'm not a gel. I do not like gel moisturizers, but this one, I would not kick it out of bed. It's really good. And I'm just, it's like, no, that's a two-step. That's my two-step routine for the past, like, week and a half. But um, normally I like a vitamin C and um, a retinol sometimes, but like twice a week. I can't tolerate it anymore. And that's it. But I, I bounce around. I do bounce around. This is like the hazard of the job because I have to try a lot of things for my job. So I think you know. that you two are the best people I've ever had on the podcast to ask this question. So I hope tell me, like, give me the real detail on what I'm about to ask you. OK, what is the best high end beauty product that is worth it? If someone is listening right now and they're like, I only have the money to splurge on one thing. How much money do we have? Let's say sky's the limit. Like we're oh. gonna, we're gonna. I mean, not like ten thousand dollars, but let's say we have money to invest in one product. It could be a tool, oh. whatever it is that you think is life changing for skin, and it's not injectables. It's not injectables. Oh, damn it! Damn it! I knew that's what you were gonna say. I was gonna say a neuromodulator. Okay, you're not gonna like this answer, but sunscreen. Oh, I do like that it's answer. Not, I love that I, answer. Actually, look at the name of your. Yeah, I love that answer. Like, it's my favorite <laughs> answer. Which brand? I really like the Elta MD UV Clear. I think whether you have oily skin, dry skin, really sensitive nice skin, stuff. it's almost invisible. Men like it too. It's great with like facial hair. A lot of people with facial hair, like they, that's why they don't like to wear sunscreen. Gets all caught up in the little facial hairs. The Elta MD does not do that. And I have been preaching this for I you know I used to work at a teen magazine for twenty years. There is no point in you buying anything for your skin, anti-aging, whatever, if you're not wearing sunscreen. And if you only have money for one product, make it sunscreen. It also is anti-aging, not just because of the UV protection. There are so many studies showing like people's skin gets less red, their pores look smaller, their lines look less, even when they just wear sunscreen and do nothing else. Like it is an anti-ager. So preach, preach, preach. I've only tried tried the Elta sunscreen that's tinted. So now I need to try the clear. Oh. Try the clear one. Okay. And I love that you just said that because my husband has like crust on his beard every day from sunscreen and it's like just I'm unwell from it. It's it's like crusting off and it's white and it's too much for me to see. So we're going to get him that. Unwell. Unwell. Um, I'm going to throw one that's not as like practical, like one that's just a little bit more fun. You're really getting the Jess and Jen experience right now. Go ahead, Jess. Yeah. (laughs) One that's just a little bit more like sensual. The Sizzly Black Rose collection is to die for. I have to 100% agree with you. And it's the most beautiful bottle. And the product is so good. Product is so good. It feels like heaven. It smells delicious. The, The mask is the mask where like if my skin doesn't feel nice if it feels tight, if it feels like a little like itchy or it's, and I will say it's not like a sensitive skin product. So it's not like, Oh, this is an itchy skin product, but if it just feels like it could feel, be feeling better if I put it on for 10 minutes or 30 minutes, I feel better after. I love that you gave Sisley black rose, the most glorious, like sensual beauty. And I gave Elta MD clear sunscreen. No, those were two great <laughs> recommendations. Yeah, like, I don't feel sexy with Elta. 
I, I know, but like... it's just so indicative of the two of us. It's funny. What are you guys working on? What's next? Tell us what's happening. We have a summer of like big banging major guests. I Jess, I don't know if you've looked, but like July is like celebrity central. <laughs> like, I don't know if you looked to see what we're doing. Well, we've recorded them, but I don't know if she saw the schedule for July yet. I, I'm just going to warn our diehard fans. We'd love to throw in like a random guest, like the guy that makes soap or like the weird academic that'll teach you about whatever. And I know that is like our bread and butter, but we've lined up some really good celebrities for July. So I'm very excited about that. I can't wait. But yeah, some, some big names. Yeah. What else? And we just got a new logo. That's cool. New logs. Shout out to Jess's brother. What, who? Yeah. Which episode would you recommend okay. to someone that's new to your podcast? If you could pick any episode, which one would you tell them to go to? The first Christopher Buckle episode. <laughs> so fun. Is he? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Remember we said tips. Okay. So Bob, Bobby, great tip. I can't believe I forgot this tip because we just talked about it the other day. I started like you can't see it so much right now but kicking up the blush he said i love christopher so much he's like after this is, a certain uh, age, mariah carey's makeup artist this is claiming yes to okay he know. is and also like one of the funniest men on earth he's like after a certain point he's like if you don't wear blush <laughs> you look like a thumb oh my god i will never unhear <laughs> that i am always wearing blush <laughs> oh, hold on hold on though <laughs> Is it the apple of the cheek that we apply it? Or is it a little bit up the cheek? Where's the spot? Just put it somewhere after that. Just, you'll get it right later. <laughs> put it on your fucking put lips. It put it on your tits. Just put yeah, it on. Just get it on there. Okay. Okay. Did you, would you, did you die? Thumb. I heard that. I was like, just you, find me some now. It's like, I picture Patrick Star, like a, just like a big beigey pink, like pointed, <laughs> like, yep, a thumb. So we've had him on twice, but the first time I, we had him on that episode. That's so a good one. Him in a second spot. We never have people on twice. I was like, "When are you free?" <laughs> it was so funny, and then, but then that that first episode was great. And listen, I think a lot of people don't want to be, and I understand this. It's like not very now to be like you have to wear makeup or like once you hit hit a certain age, you must put on more makeup. That's not the point of what he was saying. But like for those people who feel like they something's happening like they're not happy with the way they look after a certain listen i'm about to like hit a big number and i'm like i feel like i need more more makeup and like i am the audience for that episode because i'm like christopher help me out and he gave amazing tips he's like yes your face is look is losing color like naturally your lip line is disappearing that is actually happening like he could feel like your lashes are like he gave he wasn't condescending he was just like you're not imagining things and here is what you do. And he had me cracking up, like peeing my pants the whole way through. That sounds like a great place Amazing to start. Episode. Is it called The Thumb? What's the episode called? <laughs> is it called The Thumb? No, but the Google Christopher like, with a K buckle and that'll come up. And then I'll throw in one more called Ask a Pharmacist that is still one of our most popular episodes. It's Ian Ginsberg, who he has a family-owned pharmacy called CO Bigelow that's been in his family for hundreds of years. He went to his customer service center for his pharmacy, got the 10 most asked questions that they get again and again, and brought them on our show and answered them. And it was an awesome episode. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah, he's super charming. Where can everyone find both of you? Pimp yourself out. Tell us all the details, your website, your podcast, your Instagram. Fatmascara.com. That's our handle for Instagram. And I'm Jen 
Sullivan, which is like Jen edit, but you don't have to follow me. Follow Fat Mascara. And our podcast is everywhere. Spotify, Apple, all the things, Stitcher. I do really think the audience will love your podcast. They're probably already listeners, but if they aren't, it's very beauty focused. I'm a fan. I love what you guys are doing. I am going on your thank podcast you. now. You guys have to go listen to that episode. Oh my God. Yes. Come on. Thank you both for taking the time. I picked up so many tips and tricks. I almost wanted to pull out my phone and take notes, but I'll just re-listen. Thank you guys. Thank you for having us. Do you want to win a copy of the Skinny Confidentials? Get the fuck out of the sun. All you have to do is tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest post and tag a friend. Tell a friend about our podcast. It helps the community growing. And someone will slide into your inbox and one of you will win. Thank you so much for the support. As always, definitely check out my book on Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, and where all small books are sold. I appreciate you guys' support and I will see you next time. And Michael will be here, of course, as well.